Welcome to the Apartment Hacker Podcast. This is Mike Byrne, and Apartment Hacker is my mission to tease out human potential in the multifamily space. So I've I've been wondering as of late, and actually this is kind of an ongoing thought and has been for a couple of years now, um, about filling service roles uh, or maintenance roles as they otherwise might be called in our uh, multifamily communities across the country, frankly. It's not just... Uh, uh, a problem or an issue in uh, localized neighborhoods across the country. It's everywhere. And I think it's important to talk about what this is a function of. And I know that we've seen some articles out in the various uh, publications that serve the multifamily industry. But, you know, my, my thought is um, it, it relates to the boom in construction in this country. I think that's probably the primary driver for um, the dearth of talent in the service uh, space in our business. You've had all this construction not only going on in the multifamily space specifically, but also in the other commercial uh, property types. And as such, you get uh, contractors uh, who basically cherry pick talent right out of not only the multifamily space, but other service oriented organizations. Uh, because they can scale up the wages and and anybody um, who wants to potentially make for a better life is going to be attracted by that and then I think uh, you know the other thing is that in the multifamily space specifically you get uh, you've had rather a ton of class a construction that's going on in our space and and right wrong or indifferent those folks who've been uh, who spent you know, lion's share of their time on a, on a class B asset or a class C asset. Um, you know, sometimes it's nice to go and work at a class A asset. Um, you know, suffice to say the class A assets have their own set of issues and their own set of concerns that don't necessarily make them a better working environment than say a class B or class C space. But, uh, but nonetheless, it's new and it's shiny and, um, the demands might be a little less than they would be on the B's and the C's. But so you've got that dynamic working against, uh, against us. And, and then I think beyond that, I think, you know, the proliferation that, well, let's say the advent of the internet and the proliferation of the internet has, um, provided for uh, certainly in instances where people can actually make a fairly good living, uh, with an internet based business. Right. Um, and you know, I'd be hard pressed to, to listen to somebody that would make the argument that the sophistication level to do things like that is not there on the service side of the business. In fact, I would argue adamantly that against that, that many, many of our uh, talented service team members across the great, this great country are, uh, incredibly talented in that area of, uh, making money and doing business. So I think that has also added, um, you know, to this, uh, problem that we have, people, uh, would much prefer to sit behind a screen and make money, um, in a fashion that doesn't put the wear and tear on your body. Right. I, I can relate to this in the sense that, uh, I owned a landscape company many, many years ago called the lawn ranger. And I built the business up to, a a fairly robust, uh, not only lawn uh, mowing business, but also a light level landscaping business. And the wear and the tear on my body, as much as I loved it, because it was sort of instant gratification that I could go in and beautify a, a front yard, backyard, or uh, a commercial strip or beds or so on and so forth. But, and, and I loved it, but 
the wear and tear on my body was such that at one point I woke up and said, I can't, I can't do this anymore. And I, if I say, I think many of our talented team members across the country feel the same way. Let's, uh, potentially find something that's going to allow me to be around for a longer bit of time and be able to, uh, <laughs> play with my kids, uh, wrestle with my kids and play my dogs and run and hike and, and do all the things you want to do traditionally happen in your retirement years. You want to be healthy and ready for that, right? So um, I think that that certainly works against this. And I think sometimes um, the the uh, title of service team member or the, the uh, work that a service team member is tasked with doing is not the sexiest work in the world. And so I think that many people um, from the youthful generations that are coming up into the workforce look at that work with a bit of disdain in the sense that they you know they feel like they're better equipped to do knowledge work or they'd rather do knowledge work as opposed to getting out and and finding value in craftsmanship and you know doing things like painting and um and fixing uh mechanicals be it hvac equipment or stoves or refrigerators or dishwashers or you know, stripping uh caulk out of a, a tiled surround and putting in new fresh a new fresh bead of caulk and finding the craftsmanship in that is something that is certainly wearing away um as a more youthful generation a more youthful generation enters the workforce i'm not suggesting that 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 generation doesn't like to work that's uh, not what I'm implying at all. What I'm uh, implying rather is that they like to work on different things um, that are more, uh, I guess, fulfilling in terms of, of intellect or physical skills and in, in, uh, labor. So it's just a different mindset that's entering into the workforce uh, today. And that takes nothing away from anybody, but it's, it's certainly a headwind as it relates to filling out or staffing our, our uh our position. So you keep all of that in mind and you start to think through solutions uh, for the problem. And it's, it's tough. I mean, you, in our own organization at Radco residential, we think through things like lead programs where we go out and, um, you know, take recent college grads and we run them through manager in training uh, programs that are specifically designed to grow property managers up. Um, But we, and we've thought through, or, or we are starting to think through a potentially like kind uh, program for maintenance supervisors uh, in bringing them in, you know, be it uh, trade school graduates or even college graduates uh, that like the art of craftsmanship, right? And bringing them in and running them through a program that would take them through the various levels of position in, a, in an organization. Uh, you know, be a maintenance technician, maybe there's a tech one, tech two, tech three, uh, assistant maintenance supervisor, um, and then certainly a maintenance supervisor, and then going through certification programs. So once you are, uh, or if you currently are a maintenance team member uh, on our team, you can, um, we can build programs around certifications, be it a pool certification, HVAC certification, electrical certifications, or plumbing certifications and things that sort of add to your resume, if you will, uh, to, to make the job more uh, fulfilling. But I think at the end of the day, uh, you can do all of those things. I think in the end, what really, um, what really works is 
focusing on individuals and understanding what really moves and motivates and drives a specific individual and how can an organization tool itself such that it plays into those innate motivations in an individual. That is to say, if we focus heavily on creating uh, an environment, a culture where an individual can grow up personally and professionally such that when they go home at night, they don't feel frustrated. They don't um, download on, uh, you know, their wife or their husband or their partner or significant other or their children or the dog or the cat. Uh, but rather they come in in a way that is uh, fulfilled and upbeat and inspiring and they are as present for their uh, loved ones as they are for um, residents or uh, prospects or uh, vendor partners or even our, our fellow team members. It's to me that is the differentiating factor uh, for keeping your teams uh, staffed, if you will. I don't I don't necessarily like that word, but if keeping the teams fully staffed um, is really a function of trying to create an environment where people grow up personally and professionally and they feel, um, let's call it uh, sort of a, a reciprocity in a sense. If I invest a lot of time and money and effort into helping you grow as a person and as a professional, then the default of that really is that you stick around. Um, you feel obligated, it's probably the wrong word, but you feel obligated to give back to the business, to the organization um, in the way of staying, right? And serving at a very high level. Um, And I think when word of that gets around that you really invest heavily um, in people, both personally and professionally, word gets around and not only people, not only do people stick around, but they start to attract other people. They start to bring other uh, like kind members of this uh, this labor pool around to your organization. I think that you can uh, not only stay fully staffed, but you can also create a pipeline of professionals. But here's the deal: it's a long range plan. That's not something that happens overnight, but here's here's the other deal. You got to get started today. I think you any organization in the multifamily space that has a service team member issue in terms of keeping them staffed, you got to start today and you've got to really double down uh, uh, in every way, shape and form to make that experience of being a service professional or a, a service team member um, not only a a vibrant one, but a robust one, but one that really focuses heavily and specifically on the individual. Um, so anyway, I don't know that if that's the, the ultimate solution to this problem, but I think it is probably, uh, probably ranks up there in terms of a, a way to get past. Uh, I don't think we'll ever get past this. I think this is something that will be with us, um, uh, for a long bit of time in the multifamily space. Um, there never will be an ultimate solution to it. It's uh, an ongoing and iterating process of making sure that your culture is one such that people want to stick around uh, for a long time and bring others into the fold. So anyway, that's it for today. I will talk to you again soon.